Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Bev, on this spectacular Sunday. That's it. On today's call, we're going to discuss proven principles for success. Amen and amen. But first, there's a confession. Heavenly Father, we thank you that yes. January 7th yes. will be the greatest day of our lives. A day filled with possibilities beyond our imagination and expectation. A day filled with previously unknown opportunities, previously unused potential, revelatory insight, divine connections. Our desire is for you to be glorified in everything we do on January 7th, 2024. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Be all you can be. You're right. That's the slogan, popular advertising campaign for the U.S. Army years ago. But it's so much more than that. Success in life is being all you can be. Not just because the Army says it, but for the God who created you. His desire is for you to be all that you can be in Him. Amen. There are scriptural laws and principles that make it possible for every person born on planet Earth to be a success to be all they can be. But not everyone chooses to follow these principles. If we ignore God's word and his instructions, we limit his ability to intervene in our behalf because we've turned our back on his word. But we can always turn back Hallelujah. to the word. Thank you, Jesus. Because he never gives up on us. No, he doesn't. Success, not an accident. It's when prior proper planning and prayer meets opportunity. Yes. We want to turn to Genesis 24. This is an amazing account of how Eliezer, chief servant of Abraham, traveled back to his master's homeland to find a wife for Abraham's son, Isaac. He loaded ten camels with fine gifts for the fortunate woman whom he would choose as Isaac's bride. Let's look at five reasons why Eliezer was successful his assignment. Mm -mm. Number one, <clears throat> personal wealth did not detract from his honor and his loyalty to his um, boss, Abraham, or Abram at the time. Genesis 15.2, 15.2, New Living Translation says, but Abram replied, O sovereign God, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son, since you've given me no children Eleazar of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. You have given me no descendants of my own, so one of my servants will be my heir. Number two, he prayed for <coughs> success every day. Genesis twenty-four twelve, twenty-four twelve, New Living Translation. Oh Lord, God of my master Abraham, he prayed, please give me success today. Show unfailing love to my master Abraham, do we pray for success every day in everything our hands find to do? Or even for our boss That's or it. the company that yes. we work for. Do we, we pray should do that as well. for success for them? Because it will only reflect on you yeah. and help you. If we're given instructions for success, then it sounds reasonable, wise, and smart to obey these instructions. We need to pray like Eliezer. Mm. Number three. When you take a step of faith, 
it starts energizing heaven on your behalf. Yes. In Genesis 2440, 2440 New Living Translation, it says, He responded, The Lord in whose presence I have lived will send his angel with you and will make your mission successful. Yes, you will. You must find a wife for my son from among my relatives, from my father's family. Number four, pray specifically for what you want to achieve. Genesis 24, 42, New Living Translation. So today when I came to the spring, I prayed this prayer. O Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success on this mission. If you're in sales, do you pray before each sales call, asking your Heavenly Father to give you success on your every appointment? And number five, never forget who makes you successful. Genesis 24, 56. Genesis 24, verse 56, New Living Translation. But he said, don't delay me. The Lord has made my mission successful. Now send me back so I can return to my master. Without question, the Bible is filled with story after story, really, principle after principle, on how we can be all that God created us to be. The Bible is the greatest success manual ever written. Yes. If we look at it in terms of, well, the fact that God wrote it and he has us as his children, he wants us successful. You know, while there is not a book on, well, Barnes and Noble shelf or backlist that can, you know, really compete with the success principles found in the Bible. And it doesn't mean we don't read success principles or success books, but a lot of them are really based on principles in the Bible, whether they are acknowledged or not. Because there are really hundreds, if not thousands, probably thousands, could be a million success books um, printed. And every year they're printing more and more and more. So the question is, how do we know which books are good and which are weeds, spiritually speaking? We have a kind of a four-point uh, criterion to determine whether or not to buy a new book on success, and we'll share them with you. First, pray about every book before you make the purchase. Ask God if there's a truth in the book that he wants you to receive. This point is first and foremost. The main endorsement I look for in a book is not those printed on the back cover, but rather the go-ahead to buy this endorsement from the Holy Spirit. That's it. Number two, natural wisdom cannot conflict with spiritual wisdom. If you've prayed before you open the book, you can sense whether or not the book is going to check out or whether you should check out with it or lay it down. Number three, natural success principles cannot conflict with spiritual success principles. God will never say anything that's contradictory to his word or the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fourth, anything we read in a natural success book should complement the Word of God, not add to it or detract from it. And yes. Truthfully, often it reflects something that will be brought up in Scripture that the Holy Ghost will remind you of, if we got the right book. You know, we, we felt led really to explain the reasons why we read the success, success books in addition to the Bible. First, the books will reinforce the realization that we don't have to accept our current level or standard of living and being. Zig Ziglar, the motivational speaker and Southern Baptist layman, once said, If standard of living is your major objective, 
quality of life almost never improves. But if the quality of your life is your number one objective, your standard of living always improves. That's a good word from the late Zig Ziglar. Number two, books on success fire us up at times, fire our imagination and creativity. It's like iron sharpening iron when you read what other people say. Someone once said, if you have the ability to work with people smarter than you, always try to be the least smartest person in the room and surround yourself with talent because iron sharpens iron. Hallelujah. Number three, success books create awareness in us that we could have done more with our life while stirring a commitment to change. Sometimes this is through seeing that others have paid the price for success. That's right. Through dedication while we've been sitting on the sidelines. Mm. Number four, success books reinforce an inner desire to maximize our potential for the kingdom of God and all that he created us to achieve in this world. Hallelujah. Five, real success is based on biblical principles. Just as a farmer may not recognize that God established the principles of seed time and harvest, he has the ability to understand and make the most of these principles. That's right. If you want to maximize your mm. potential to be the best that you can be, don't start with books that are on the New York Times bestseller list. Instead, head directly to the Word of God first. We also feel led to tell you that wishing and hoping is a song, but certainly not a formula for success. Here are five principles that will help you be all that you can be. That's it. Number one, seek God's godly wisdom in every decision you make. There are so many scriptures we could use, but we chose Judges 18.5 for today. 18.5 New Living Translation. Then they said, ask God whether or not our journey will be successful. Number two, success is the result of obedience. 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 3. 1 Kings 2.3, New Living Translation. Observe the requirements of the Lord your God. Follow all his ways. Keep the decrees, commands, regulations, and laws written in the law of Moses so you will be successful in all you do and wherever you go. Mm. Hallelujah. Number four, excuse me, number three, always remember it is God who opens the door to every success. In 2 Chronicles 26.5, 26.5 in the New Living Translation, it says, Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. And as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. Hallelujah. Now that says it all. Yes, it Psalm does. 90, verse 17, 90, verse 17, New Living Translation says, And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Number four, consult with successful and godly people. Proverbs 15.22, 15.22, New Living Translation. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. That's right. You get a plethora of knowledge and then you can sort through it. Yes. Number five, your success is to be duplicated in others. Proverbs 1.3, 1.3, New Living Translation says, their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. When our heart is right before the Lord, when we are open to Him, that's the best, and yes, the only real way 
that we can be all that we can be. God did not create us to live a life of mediocrity. No, he didn't. Just getting by, barely making ends meet. We are unique in all the earth, created by the master of the universe to fulfill his plan with our divine destiny, and in short, to be all we can be for him. One last thought. No one can motivate you to be all that you can be, unless you want to be motivated. That's right. It's an inner desire with an outward expression. Mm. Are you ready to be all that you can be? Well, this is your day. Today is the day. Yep. Hallelujah and praise his name. If you've been blessed by the teaching and the ministry. Well, we got to join you. We want you to join tonight. That's right. At 6 p.m. for Rich Thoughts TV. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This teaching is going to make you shout tonight. Mm. 6 p.m. Eastern. You can go to Facebook. You can go at to Brother Harold. Harold. Yeah. You can go to HaroldHerring.com. I love that. Join Click Harold the button that says Join Harold and Bev Sunday night. You can go to Savior Connect and uh, watch it live there. Yep. And you can also go to YouTube. Yes. Search for Rich Thoughts TV online. Hmm. Wherever you watch and however you do, make sure you do. You'll be blessed for it. Amen. And until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, well, tonight at 6. That's right. And every morning at 8.30 Eastern. God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.